Welcome back to our Real Insights for HR Executives podcast series. I'm Mike DeClaudio, leader of KPMG's HR advisory business, and today we're going to be learning about learning. Listening to a recent session from our KPMG HR forum titled Ignite Learning and Development. This session is about the learning function and how it redefines its role to become a strategic business partner and a strategic value driver to the enterprise. In this episode, Heather and Tina discuss the catalyst for transforming the learning and development function, as well as how to shift the focus of that function. The organization being transformed, our very own KPMG, and insights into our KPMG business school, delivering L&D solutions to over 40,000 people every year. So without further ado, I'll pass it over to Tina Kelly, partner, KPMG Business School, and Heather Zhu, a director in our people and change practice. Let's join Heather and Tina on stage. So we wanted to start by talking about why learning and development transformation? What is that catalyst that we're seeing in our organizations and our companies to change the way that the learning organization has traditionally thought of themselves and operated and brought value to the business? And one is just, we're hearing about it today, we're aware of it in our organizations, the sheer complexity that we're facing in our companies, the drastic amount of change that our organizations and our individual employees are going through on a day-to-day basis is really driving us to a point where employees are looking for learning at their point of need. They're not looking for a program that takes them away from their desk for two weeks and helps them build the skills that they need for their jobs. They're looking for access to tools and resources that can help them get through the day and navigate the changes that they're facing for their own roles in their own organizations. And what we're also seeing is a wave of enabling technology beyond the LMS that is bringing about and really enabling change for the learning function, and that is mobile technology, increasing access to learning bytes and a handheld device that people can have on the road with them, or learning digital portal technology that's increasing and optimizing that user experience. As learning functions, we're seeing a lot of organizations embark in learning transformation either to decrease costs and increase efficiencies and or to elevate the impact that they're having on the business with their learning function. We look at these, we work with a lot of clients in the space, and sometimes the target outcome that they're looking for is squarely in the, we want to drive efficiency, we want to lower costs. And sometimes it's right now, we just want to have a better impact, a better brand, more value to the business. And a lot of times it's a combination of both. How do we lower costs? How do we drive efficiencies with technology, maybe consolidating learning management systems, improving processes, improving governance, so that we can reinvest that funds into new enabling technologies. And I'm gonna let Tina share a little bit about what the drivers were for the learning transformation that was happening within KPMG. So for us, we had a combination of many of the things that Heather just mentioned. One being, in my current role, I've been leading this L&D group with an advisory for about 13 years now. And when I started 13 years ago, our practice was 2,000 people strong. And by the time we were at 2013, which I think was when we started on this journey, we were at almost 9,000 people and anticipated to be 15,000 people And so we had a very expanding, fast-growing, fast-paced organization that we were supporting. 
We also had situations, obviously, in the marketplace. There's always new things we're going through. The advisory business was acquiring pieces from the business that brought in not your traditional consultant, if you will, that was part of the business. So how did we address them? We use this picture because for me, it was at one point, I would say we imploded. So we literally got to a point where the team was so overwhelmed and stressed and overworked with everything they were trying to do because we were trying to balance these strategic initiatives that we picked in 2013 that we wanted to start working through and we had seven strategic initiatives we wanted to do. And oh, by the way, we had the regular operations of the Learning and Development Organization, which for us was development of regular courses for our event we call Advisory University. And so that took about 10 months a year of my team's time and almost sucked everything into it. And I affectionately refer to it as the AU black hole. And when we hit the AU black hole and also tried to continue moving our strategic initiatives forward, that's when we said, okay, we are so absolutely done with this that we just, something's got to give. We decided at that point that we needed to do something around the organization structure. And we started the conversation with thinking, well, we could do this. We're smart people. We can do this reorg. And I told my direct reports as we were having some meetings, I said, you know what? There are no sacred cows. There's nothing that we're doing that has to stay. Everything is free game. We've got a blank sheet of paper. Let's figure out how we think is the best way to really help us to become the learning organization that our business needs to move us forward. It was very interesting for me in the process of how we were unable to give up everything. Even though I said we have a blank sheet of paper and there are no sacred cows, there was sacred cows that were just hiding behind another cloth. People weren't willing to give certain things up. And so we as a group agreed we needed to bring someone in. And that's where Heather and her team came into play. And when we worked with Tina and her group, we started by doing a visioning exercise, understanding the realities of the business and how the business is changing, the capabilities of best-in-class learning organizations, the voice of the learner and how the employee and advisory is learning and the challenges that they're facing throughout the organization. And we helped work together, I think, in the first five or six weeks to form a vision for KBS that became our set of guiding principles as we move forward. So I just want to share a little bit about what we're seeing today, the realities of the business that are need to be kept in mind when we're thinking about the vision for our learning function. The core competencies that our employees need to have in order to be able to navigate that organizational complexity and change that we're facing every day. And it's things like self-awareness and curiosity and resilience, passion-driven, being adaptive thinkers and problem solvers. And so I think the challenge here or the opportunity for the learning function is how do we both fuel the development of these competencies with our offerings and the learning opportunities that we're providing? And how do we also enable employees to embody these traits in the way that they're learning, in the way that they're accessing our offerings and going through their own learning journey within their roles and within their career. And so what we're seeing in the learning space is a real big shift, a reinvention of what is the role of the learning function. Traditionally, it's been the content owners. We're the function, we're gonna manage the content, we're gonna manage the programs, and the business is going to come to us with a need, we're gonna understand that need, we're gonna learn everything we need to know about that need, we're gonna develop the program and deploy it. And unfortunately, I think, maybe fortunately, that process is just often takes too long. By the time we can actually get that course out and deployed, 
the employee needs a new skill. The employee needs a new competency because the business has changed. And so what we're seeing in the learning space is the learning function becoming the enabler, being the connector. It is not necessary for the learning function to shoulder the burden of all of content development anymore. Now with a lot of emerging technologies, we're seeing trends in user-generated content. I often work with companies with very decentralized learning operations kind of moving toward that federated model. And my challenge to that centralized function is how do you help those functions without taking on the burden of all of the content that they need? How do you instead help them remove some roadblocks, give them some enabling technology? How do you understand what their pain points are and make it easier for them to deliver the learning that their employees need? And so as we think about this, I think it's really important that we as learning professionals, as learning leaders, really think about how we can shift the focus of the learning organization. It's not just implementing new technologies. That is surface. If we only do that and we don't change the way that we think about our roles and we don't change our structure, we don't change the actual roles that we have in our teams, then we're only going to get so far. Thanks for joining us today on this podcast and stay tuned as we hold future conversations on real insights for HR executives. Have a great day.